What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of Three Guys from the South Side. Uh, this week, three turns to four. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Uh, with me, as always, from Champaign, Illinois, boys, Bernardi. Boys, how we doing? Doing great. Ready for another episode. Love it. Love it. Big big tilt, uh, Iowa, Illinois coming up. We'll touch on that in a minute uh, in, in, the, uh, uh, in your hometown there. Uh, with us, joining us this week, uh, the boys from Ham Sports Radio. First and foremost, Jake Hamilton, uh, coming to you from Tilly Park, Illinois. Jake, what's going on? What's going on, boys? Yeah, I'm uh, just a stone throw away from old Andrew High School. Fucked here, the marching band practicing. Uh, <laughs> might head over to Dandy Jacks after this bad boy's over and tip a few back with the townies. But Oh, Jesus. Thanks for having me on, boys. You know what's never happened on that football field? <laughs> Mike Oh yeah. <laughs> Burn them early, Blazer. I like it. <laughs> wow. Blow the belt to start Ooh. the episode. All right. All right. Ooh. Uh and also uh from Ham Sports Radio, Mike Castro. Uh Mikey, what's happening? Not much. How you doing? Good, good. Glad to be uh, here. Uh well well, guys, first off, uh appreciate uh appreciate you guys coming on. Um Couple quick questions. Uh, I think we had dialed up. Boys, you want to start us? Yeah, we asked Aspen last week about his craziest memory in Iowa City, and he included PlayStation 2 and just absolutely embarrassed himself. So I was wondering if you two boys up in Iowa City, your four years up there, uh, if you had any good, better stories than Aspen had. Man, all right. I'll, I'll kick it off uh, just because now you mentioned Aspen, it involves him too, in a way, when. Uh, it was our freshman year, and uh, the Schmer and Aspen were living at the villas, had their townhouse. Uh, I think it was Halloween. Yeah, it definitely was Halloween weekend. Went to a beer pong party, you know, the huge. Um, and I was dressed as Linus from uh, the Peanuts and got so blacked out, I guess I fell asleep in a bush somewhere. And I guess I showed up to your apartment at like 2 o'clock in the morning with my little Linus blanket covered in stickers and shit all over the place. And I had scratches up and down my leg and all over my body. Um, and yeah, you guys didn't let me sleep over after that for, I was put on like probation for about a month because I think I woke Aspen up and yeah, it was a whole shit show, but Oh, Dan yeah. needs his beauty sleep. Yeah. Right. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> Princess Dan, Princess Dan. What about you, Stro? Man, I, I don't know. I can't like, think of like a really good one there's some wild ones uh, a scarier one i remember some i saw some kid like get stabbed uh <laughs> so that's a little that's a little depressing but uh i mean my bet my my best memories i think aren't even like crazy stories out the bars it was just at our house me me and jake uh lived with three of our other buddies from high school uh we used to just do a good old slap shot regatta upstairs like in uh she's out of your league just slapping pucks around our apartment uh, used to do it in the basement too, and just shatter bottles. And those are some, of, those are some of my fondest memories. Just getting absolutely shit faced and stoned with the boys, uh, breaking bot, breaking glass, uh, in a house that we were going to turn over and leave completely destroyed and just kiss our security deposit to goodbye. I think, I think the only f- like actual fist fight I've ever been in was actually on your front porch. Thanks to, uh, uh, thanks to Alex Kubiak uh, on uh, on opening weekend, I think it was. Oh, is that when uh, somebody threw a brick through the window? Yeah, yeah. that that yeah. that soon followed right thereafter. But yeah, it was our first weekend with the house. 
Yeah. 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 That's Welcome. a good start. Way to break it in. Welcome yeah. to the neighborhood, Literally. folks. <laughs> uh, so, hey, look, Iowa City was obviously a, a blast, <laughs> boys. I know you visited a few times, too. Um, you know, obviously, thinking about just sports and, and gambling, we've all had our fair shares of, of wins and losses. Give me a give me a high or give me a low uh, recently of, of of some big wins or potential big losses that you guys were could have been on the other end of. Uh, Mike, you want to yeah. kick this one off? I'm trying to think. I mean, the, the the first this isn't recent, but the whenever I think of a big win, I'll it'll you always remember your first. And uh, I, I know you're shaking your head because I'm probably stealing yours from you, but uh, Marshall Magic. This is uh, this is when Merrick the Schmear was our was our bookie actually this was probably probably like five years ago now we all we all took marshall against purdue i want to say the line was like minus nine or something like that they were up by a tutty uh purdue's driving uh looks like they might tie it and it'll be dead guy throws a pick at his at the it's like the marshall like 20 probably and we're like oh fuck and this was like with less than a minute left so like he's just gonna go down and end the game Nope, dude weaves in and out of traffic, takes it to the hoose, covers the nine or whatever it was, and then we all texted Schmear like simultaneously, we are Marshall, and he just told us to get fucked. <laughs> I think that was my first gambling win ever. Like that was like the first bet I ever placed. Gun to your head, hope yeah, you're standing behind me. It's been all downhill since. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was the first one that came to mind. That's that was like the best whenever we were visiting Iowa City after we graduated and we were sitting in a bar, like hungover. I think that was the first weekend or something. So there was like it was a game on like a Sunday randomly or something. I thought it was like a weird time, but yeah, that's an awesome one. Um I don't really have too many recent ones. I feel like the big ones take a few years to set in, but I remember a loss that uh me and Mike shared where it was first weekend of NFL, like 2016 or 15, maybe. Um, and we put, we did a, we max bet on the Oakland Raider or the De- or Baltimore Ravens minus three against the Raiders. Oh. Uh, first game of the year. And that was the year that the Raiders, like for the first time in like 10 years, were halfway decent. They had Derek, they had ACDC going and they yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I think, I think they beat, Baltimore by like fucking two touchdowns or something. <laughs> and uh yeah, that pretty much has ruined our entire entire Sunday. It was like a shitty noon kickoff, but yeah, that one still stings and I'm still weary to bet on the Raiders because of it. Yeah, the other bad beat that come came to mind like really quick now too is that this year's Mayo Bowl, when I bet NC State plus ten and they were up like twenty one nothing at one point and then their oh, quarter forest, yeah. Their quarterback just – oh, yeah, it was Wake Forest. You're right. Their quarterback just decided to shit down his leg and throw four interceptions in a row and just hand the game to Wisconsin. Uh, that one hurt pretty bad. I was already counting my money. Rookie mistake. Yeah. <laughs> rookie rookie mistake. Well, yeah, dude, I was wait. on Wake Forest against somebody in that game too. That was uh, – that wasn't fun. I no. almost sharpied that at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the losses, I think, all day long. I, I mean, I'll <laughs> – I'll, I'll I'll wrap it up. I I was really confident uh, after my performance two weeks ago. I think I, I gave out uh, uh, almost a half a dozen winners two shows ago, and then last week dropped a goose egg, went zero and four. But look, 
just as hard to go zero and four as it is to go four and zero. I'm I'm due I'm due this week, boys. You had a pretty solid weekend. You you want to give us a little insight as to how you fared? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm in this group chat with all these high school buddies, and we usually bet against each other. And it's and every year it's the annual Blaze versus the World. I love going to war. <laughs> uh, I lost that Baltimore Bills game, and ever since in this group chat, I'm up about 1,100 bucks. And uh, Sunday was a great day for me. I had Tampa Bay, and then uh, Kansas City. I took Kansas City against the Bills. So uh, basically, all that was that was texting in that group was me, and everyone else. Suddenly all their phones were broken or didn't have service. It was just, <laughs> but uh, nope, it was good to get back on there. Uh, positive base to be able to pay off a little bit of my credit card bill this month with that money. And uh, we're already playing for the Super Bowl. But uh, Merrick, what'd you, what were you, what's that? What'd you guys think of that Green Bay Tampa game? I thought that. I thought that they shouldn't have kicked that field goal at the end. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> they, they didn't lose it there, but yeah, man. Hot take. <laughs> Ridiculous. What are you like? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. On our show this week, I think I I described it as Matt LaFleur is the biggest pussy in the world. Totally. Like, uh, like what like, what are you thinking? And even Aaron, I mean, you knew Aaron Rodgers was gonna have the reaction he did at the yep. end of the game, you know, in the post game uh interview. And the just the the sheer disbelief on his face and disappointment was um, worth it, but hey, uh, you know what he has in common with uh, Sexy Roxy, uh, Rex Grossman? They both have one NFC Championship win. Um, <laughs> yeah, but one's got a Super Bowl win. That's that's fair. That's fair. However, so basically, last week was the highlight of the Bears fan season. That's the way I. That's the way I'm basically been interpreting it. I, yeah, pretty much every year, yeah. pretty much is. Yeah. yeah, whenever the Packers get knocked out, that's about as good as it gets. Yeah. I was a little disappointed to see the Bills not put up a little bit of a better fight. Their their defense just got the got the wind knocked out of the sails after those first two drives too. I was a little disappointed in 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 their in their showing really after the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nine zero, and then the Chiefs were like, "Oh shit, that's right. We actually have to try this game. It's not just a regular season game." And they scored three touchdowns in like ten minutes. And that game was just fucking over. I mean, that's just the Chiefs. They could take it game by game, quarter by quarter, and they could just fucking decide when they want to win. And the Bills' defense is fucking awesome all year long. So, yeah, I kind of figured that's the way it was going to go, though. I mean, uh, I had the Chiefs and the over in that game, so that was that was pretty nice. But, yeah, Green, yeah. Bay, Green Bay just shit the battle over the place, too. Yeah, that, that field goal is not what lost Green Bay the game. They They made plenty of other mistakes along the way. Uh, I was just sick of hearing analytics this, analytics that, and like no one thought to bring up like, yeah, the analytics are based off of like league-wide numbers. Uh, well, the rest of the league doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, so your analytics can suck my cock. Uh, <laughs> but but I had Tampa and I had the over, so that was a two and zero game. And then in the AFC, that's kind of what I figured would happen. I thought Buffalo's a strong team, but they're maybe a year or two away. Uh, so I had Kansas City. I took the under like an idiot, though. I I guess I thought they could slow down the Chiefs, and then I forgot that the Chiefs are the Chiefs. So, whoops. I mean, I'm the on the Bills. I don't. <clears throat> I think they've gotten lucky this year. I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be good next year. And I think Josh Allen's kind of a one one year wonder. I don't know how he's been doing it. He definitely got a lot better. But do what the Chiefs did. 
if they can't run the ball, make Josh Allen one dimensional. And he's still that pocket presence, man. Those 20 yard sacks he takes are absolutely brutal. Oh my God. He had a couple of those that, I mean, he had one, he, he scrambled for like a 20 yard run. And then the very next play he took a, a, a 14, 15 yard sack. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Get the ball away. Yeah. Come on. I do, help. I do love this. <laughs> Oh man, ricochet shot there. Yeah, I do that, love that, was, that he's yeah. You see I what do that love was, that plays. You you talk shit about Schmer, Sonny had to pass the buck down to Hep like it's his fucking his yeah. fault Schmer can never get in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> what a crisp route, son. Crisp, crisp. Yeah. Uh well hey, speaking of of obviously the, the two winners there, Super Bowl, Kansas City minus three, over unders at fifty six and a half. I personally like the over, uh, even though I think the two teams combined uh, went 20 and 17 on the overs uh, uh, this year. So, I, look, I, I could see it being a little bit of a defensive game early. Uh, I, I think this reminds me a little bit of, what was it, 2016 uh, when, uh, when when the Patriots were, were in the Super Bowl. I think we had like a 21-10 or 21-7 game, but – I kind of like the over on, on on this. Who do you guys like coming out on top? Yeah, I love I love the over too, just because um, Tampa has an awesome D line. I thought that that under was going to hit. They still held Green Bay to twenty six, but now they got to play an even better offense in Kansas City. And Tom's gonna be Tom, so I like the over too. As far as the spread goes, I mean, minus three is always a fucking kick in the dick, and you're in the Super Bowl. You're going to be paying up the ass to buy half points. Um, but I, I think I have to go with Kansas City here. Just fucking go with uh go with my gut. Don't overthink it. Um I don't think team. I I don't think I can bring myself to touch the spot. I can't bet against Tom Brady. I know. Um yeah. Um, and but one. then again I, I I don't want to bet against that Kansas City offense either. So boys, what do you think for the Super Bowl? Um, I think if you like Kansas City, you take it now. I think if you like Tampa Bay, you wait until 5.19 p.m. and hope you get the hook. But I, I love Tampa. I think this is a great matchup for them. I think Vita Vey back is back, Jason Pierre-Paul. I love those linebackers. I think they're going to be able to cover uh, Travis Kelsey and Damian Williams or Le'Veon Bell or the rookie from LSU. And then um, Winfield's a stud back, back there, Murphy Bunting. I think this is a tough matchup. Todd Bowles is a great coach, and Brady's Brady, and I think – Byron Leftwich has kind of really figured it out since that bye week with the Tampa Bay offense. And like I, that game was a lot closer than it should have been. Mike Evans had a couple brutal drops. Yeah. Could have been over in the third quarter. I don't think that's going to happen again. I just think Tampa Bay is kind of almost a team of destiny. And even if they don't win, I can't see this game being more than a field goal. So I love Tampa Bay. I'm not a big totals guys and Super Bowls and stuff like that. So I'd stay away. Cash I mean, that that offense in Tampa Bay has so many weapons too, and, and to your point that you know Todd Bowles, uh, you know has that has that defense humming, boys. Uh, I, I I do I do agree with you there. I think I think it is going to be a great matchup, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with uh, what Blaze said. Where the the three sucks, uh, I kind of like Tampa as well, only because you know it's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, every single Super Bowl he's gone to, it's either been He's won it, or he didn't have the ball in his hands last, and his defense couldn't make a stop at the end. Uh, so if, if it can go to three and a half, I'll definitely jump all over Tampa, I think. Uh, if it stays at three, I'll probably stay away. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'm, I'm sure because I'm saying this, 
Kansas City will blow them out. And I'll be like, how the fuck did I not bet on the on the Chiefs who can score at will? But my initial thoughts, I like the Bucks, especially if they can get pick up that hook. Uh, and not like the rest of you guys, I I love the over. Uh, it's more me just like rooting for like a high scoring shootout because that game you mentioned, I think it was I think it was 2017 or 18 when it was. Are you talking the uh, Patriots Rams? Yeah, yeah. When everyone thought it was going to be a high scoring game and it, that game sucked, it was so boring. Yeah, fourteen or seventeen to three. Yeah, that game sucked. Nineteen Super Bowl two I, years ago. I just don't want to see that happen again when it's two like high high powered offenses uh, just get neutralized by solid. Both teams have solid defenses. Uh, that would be a hu- huge letdown. So I'm more just I'm probably going to bet the over and ju- ju- more just like be rooting for it to happen. Agreed. Agreed. Well. Let's start talking about how we're going to make not only ourselves, but you know, all 15 of our listeners, uh, a bunch of money over the course of the next couple of days. My favorite segment, the weekly perennial. Yes. The naming convention makes zero sense. You're welcome. Uh, but a small $20 investment on this week's not 10 team, but 11 team parlay with the points bet, the boost, it's going to get you 18,000 McChickens. It could get you 18,000 items at the dollar store too, wherever the fuck you want to shop. Buy your girl something nice. 18,000 McChickens. Boys, run us through the weekly perennial. All right, yeah, we got um, – all these spreads are based off of the Ken Palm website currently, so they're pretty much close. And um, I like to have a diversified portfolio, so we got 10 college basketball games and one English Premier League. So uh, what we got first, this is the gimme man city money line. They're playing uh Fulham, I believe absolute trash uh, minus 700. That's a guaranteed win. And then the rest are college basketball games. And uh, I'll run through these really quick under UVA and Vatech 123 Purdue minus three at home against Minnesota under Baylor and Auburn 152 Marist plus six against Siena San Jose state University plus one at home against Air Force under Texas and Kentucky 133. My boy Bobby Huggins minus four against Florida. Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana. We'll be talking about them later. Plus three at Pittsburgh. Texas State minus four against um, against uh, University of Louisville, Louisiana. I'm sorry. And uh, the last one to finish it off when that $18,000, we're going to the MAC over Toledo and Bowling Green 154. Woo, mercy. Hey, you know what you could do to, to even even double, if not triple that money? Take that 18K when you get it. Go 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 invest it in GameStop. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're, you're going to be raking the next day. You're going to turn 18 to 36, 36 to 72 the following day. How are you? Uh, boys, I love, the, I love the perennial. I love we'll, it. We'll hit one of these days. We'll hit one of these days. But uh, we've been positive the past couple of weeks. But um, – College basketball, I got to start paying closer attention to. My NFL picks, playoff picks have been pretty good on there, though. Yeah, now that football now that football is over, I think the only really thing we can talk about, or at least I can get my head around right now, is hockey and a little bit of college hoops that we got going. I mean, I didn't hear a single loser in there. No. I'm feeling good about that one. <laughs> the only one I questioned, but he corrected himself, was Texas State versus Louisville minus four. I was like, that can't be right. No way. <laughs> yeah, Louisville, Louisiana, same thing, same thing. Yeah. 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 
But uh, yeah, so now uh, we got about we've had about two weeks of the NHL so far. So uh, what do we, what do we like? What do we don't like so far? But uh, Merrick, your Toronto pick, twelve to one to win the Stanley Cup, off to a pretty good start. They're 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 looking good. They're looking great now. I do have a couple. I, I know I was on two on my picks last week. I'm even more confident though this week uh, on what I got dialed up for us. Uh, first off, last week I did bet against my second team, which is the Dallas Stars. Uh, it really, just a proximity play, considering they're uh, about uh, about 25 yards uh, away from me, uh, same distance as me from the end zone uh, back in high school. But. <laughs> nice uh, Nice save. Way to salvage that one. Uh, nonetheless, the Stars are an absolute wagon. Uh, yeah, they've only played three games, whereas everyone else has played about seven or eight. Um, oh, hell yeah. Blackhawks just tied it up at one. But, uh, look, the Dallas Stars, uh, first on the power play, uh, 56%. They're second on the penalty kill at 92%. Um, they just got so much depth on that team. And, I mean, that's all without Tyler Sagan, too right now so they look great but look my plays my plays here for saturday i've got a a no doubt i think lock of the month for me lock of the month we're 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 closing in here of the month so our next episode's in february so yeah hey get this one while you can on your on, on your respective sports book but the over saturday winnipeg vancouver the Jets are averaging four goals per game. Uh, the They're also giving up a little over three goals per game right now. Vancouver is giving up over four goals per game and also scoring roughly about three and a quarter uh, goals per game on average. Not to mention Vancouver gives up the most shots per game at about 37 shots. I mean, to that, that Winnipeg offense who has four players, excuse me, in the top 10 right now in the league, that's – those are disgusting numbers that they're that they're putting up. The over is an absolute lock. Whatever it is, six, six and a half, lock it up. But I also like the Grand Salami. So for those of you at home who don't know what the Grand Salami is, it is the total number of goals scored by all teams in the NHL on a given day. Uh, there's going to be 12 games on Saturday, uh, pending no postponements. Uh, 12 games, which means – that salami number is probably going to be anywhere from about 72 to 76. I don't care what it is in that range. Take the over. The matchups are all in favor. Take the over. I mean, teams right now are, are averaging a little over three goals per game coming into tonight uh, throughout the week. So, look, take the over. I said this two episodes ago. There's – very little time for rest. There's very little time for practice, right? A lot of uh, a lot of the studying in the NHL right now is all video, uh, and teams are lighting the lamp right now. So take the over. That's all I got to say. The NHL's back. I'm bought in again. Hockey back. Yeah, I, lo- I love that play on the Grand Slammy, Merrick. Because, uh, yeah, I was just scrolling through some of the games. You're right. There's a lot of favorable matchups, uh, especially with some of the home teams uh, playing some dog shit teams. Toronto Edmonton. Toronto Edmonton's on Saturday, too. Those teams are, I mean, McDavid, Drysaddle, yeah. come on. But yeah, like you said, it's, it, that's, that's, a, that's a common trend, too, where like the beginning of the NHL season, usually uh, a lot of the overs do hit 
just because, you know, guys are getting their legs back. And like you mentioned, the there's a game every other day now. Like, you're not getting everyone – like, you'll usually play, like, uh, three games a week. Now it's, it's four for most teams because they have to play every other day to finish the season out. So I think, uh, you know, maybe they had their – their legs a little bit those first couple games, but I think now that we're eight, nine, ten games into the season for a lot of teams, uh, it'll probably start to wear wear on them a little bit more than they're used to. Uh, legs will be heavier, goalies will be a tick slower. Uh, you're also there's a good chance uh, you'll see quite a few backups in net because uh, the number ones aren't really playing like number ones. Most teams are going with like a full on fifty fifty split just because you know the goalies can't handle playing that often. So you'll probably see a lot of backups on Saturday. Uh, I agree. Just goals, goals, goals. Taxi squad. Yep. You're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a lot of. I mean, you have a lot of AHL call ups right now too, who are who are seeing some ice time. So, uh, look, first first game, second game for a lot of those guys too. It's, you know, uh, I think you're gonna see a lot of these superstars really start to exploit that. So, yep. You guys got any picks for for any of these NHL games coming up? <clears throat> I got some jotted down. When do you guys drop the episode? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. So I got I got one over under and one puck line here, uh, for the Thursday oh. night slate. Wait, little puck line Patson over here. here yeah, we buddy. Well, I mean, you know, let just let me finish talking here, Schmer, before you get all fucking your panties in a bunch. But um, I'm glad you started uh sucking the star's dick because if you didn't, I was gonna. These play- next door neighbors. He's the boy next door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, except for he lives across the street from where they play. Like, no, no joke. Yep. Eddie Haskell through and through, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so tomorrow night, Dallas plays Detroit for the second time this week. Dallas minus one and a half. Fucking lock wow. of the century. Wow. Uh, they played Detroit on Tuesday, only beat them two to one. I mean, Something's got to give here, and after watching Detroit against the Blackhawks this past weekend and seeing how dog shit they are, um, yeah, Dallas Dallas is going to shit pump them. And like you said, they got depth. I mean, they got young guys like Heiskanen, Kirivanta, and then fucking Joe Pasto still out there doing the damn thing. He leads that team in every single points category. Um, uh, so, yeah, I love Dallas tomorrow night, um, and I love uh, San Jose, Colorado, uh, over six points, Colorado scores a shit ton and San Jose scores a shit ton and also gives up a shit ton. I know it's at six. You got to deal with that extra half point, normally five and a half. But I mean, like you said, the way, the way the teams are scoring these days, um, I'm taking San Jose, Colorado over, over six, easy peasy. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm just, I'm honestly, I, I, I was having a hard time. I think early. Early in the start of hockey here, getting getting bought in, especially with the the showing that the Blackhawks had early. But I'm I'm fully vested. It, I mean, the fact that the the Hawks are strung together a couple wins. Granted, it was the Red Wings, and they're playing teams a little bit closer, even with a, a you know very average lineup, has been uh, has been good. Mike, any anything from you? On, any picks? Yep, I got a couple. Uh, so right now I'm seeing the Flyers. Minus one, plus 107. I would bump it up to one and a half. Go with the, you know, hope for the empty netter. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's been awesome this season, but he's on uh, he's on the COVID list, so he's not playing. Uh, and then I believe their backup is Aaron Dell, who's injured. So they're playing some 
veteran journeyman who I've never even heard of, Scott Wedgwood, uh, is probably going to be getting the start for the Devils. Uh, and Phillies look good so far. So I would I would take them minus one and a half. You'd probably get it around, I don't know, plus 160-ish. Uh, and then I like I like the Rangers. Right now they're the underdog, actually, against Buffalo. Uh, they're like a team that. that a lot of people thought were going to be, you know, have a great season. They went out and got some – uh, some big name acquisitions uh, in the off season. Uh, Zabinajad's finally healthy. Uh, Panarin's there for a uh, second year, uh, and now they don't have to worry about ninety-year-old Henrik Lundqvist giving up a bazillion goals. Their goalies have been off to a slow start, uh, but I think they they bounce back. I don't think Buffalo's that good. Uh, so right now I have the Rangers at plus one. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna see what minus one and a half for the uh, Rangers would be. But I would guess it's probably somewhere in the plus two ten range. Uh, no, the, no, the Rangers, Rangers minus, are dogs, right? Yeah, so Rangers minus. If you adjust the line to minus oh, one and gotcha. a half, it's plus two forty. So I like that. Like that Ooh. one a lot. Woo, Mer- Merrick! I got another math question for you after this. So, but get ready. All right, all right. Hey, hey, let, let me get my let me get my TI eighty four out. Hang on. <laughs> and then I had hold on. Where was my over under that I liked? Uh, Oh, right here. Pittsburgh, Boston, over five and a half. I've, I've said many times in our podcast, I think Tristan Yari is a fucking joke. Uh, they gave up on Marc-Andre Fleury uh, in Pittsburgh. Then they gave up on Matt Murray now, uh, which actually looks like it's the right call because he's playing like shit in Ottawa. But I think uh, Tristan Yari sucks. Uh, Boston's got a great offense, uh, as does Pittsburgh. Uh, so I'm going over five and a half in that game. And 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 those are all Thursday or fr- Thursday night? Those are all Thursday night games. Thursday night games. So we got we got a, we got our listeners covered on Thursday night. I got everybody. Got to get the pot Saturday. out Thursday afternoon. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Eric, here's the here's the math question for you. He's two for two the past two weeks. If I want to put fifty bucks on the Rangers minus one and a half plus two forty, what do I get paid out if they win? You're gonna you're gonna get a uh, a buck twenty. Buck twenty. Ding ding ding. Three in a row. <laughs> Bunk He's on 20. fire, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let the boy get hot. <laughs> Mercy. 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 All right, that's enough NHL. Let's talk about some college hoops here. So uh, I'm kind of getting bullied right now with uh, three Iowa alum and one U of I alum for the big game Friday night, 8 p.m. in Champaign. Have a former guest on the pod, Dave McAvoy, coming down, so we're excited for that. But um, if people think I'm going to be sticking up for my Illini right now, you're wrong. I, I think Iowa's going to blow them out. And I know Iowa lost to Indiana last week in a really weird, goofy game. The Big Ten has been an absolute mess this year. But Illinois is just a soft team this year, and I just cannot get over it. And I just think Wieskamp and Garza, they're going to put up 50 points combined, and the rest of the squad's going to put up another 50. And I don't think we can keep up and uh, – this is an unbiased thing. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a big fan of this current Illinois basketball team. I've been disappointed. But uh, what do you guys think the, this game's going to be like on Friday night? I mean, first off, three on one. It's like a typical Lisa Ann film. Um, <laughs> well, it's four on one right now, so I think that's even divine. Four, yeah, hey, four, yeah. four on all. Just, yeah. just, just burying a few in the carpet, I guess. Then that's how Mike um, hurt his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, Illinois is one in three against AP top 25 teams this year. Yeah, Iowa came off, a, I think, a bad loss against a, a very mediocre Indiana team. But, yeah, boys, I, 
I do agree with you. You know, all bias aside, I, I do think I was gonna gonna win this game. As a as a you know, uh, I, I guess my opinion on on a gambling result here, I'd probably take the over. Iowa's ten and five in overs this year. Um, I, I think again, Garza to your point, boys, is going to put up uh, some pretty hefty numbers. You know, yeah, he's so probably going to play um, thirty. Basketball uh, analytical savants thinks that. Uh, the final score is going to be Iowa 83, Illinois 82. So that's a pretty big total there, Merrick. That's more than uh, that's more than four points a minute. I think honestly, I think Iowa will probably put up somewhere in the low nineties. Um, I think you're right. I agree. And they, I, I, I I think I think they're going to come back several years ago, and I think they can easily do it again. Yeah, I, I think they're going to come back pretty uh, pretty strong after uh, after that game last week, for sure. Yeah, there's just no way all of Iowa's shooters are going to go cold again like they did in that. I wasn't saying that did not make sense. Yeah, it was it was bananas. I mean, that's what we we live by and die by is we have a plethora of shooters, and it it just finally happened that they all just fucking sucked at the same time. But I will send you an olive branch, Blaze. Uh, even though Illinois has five losses and people are losing confidence in them, they scare the shit out of me in the Big Ten just because I think they were preseason hyped for a reason. And, I mean, when they give the ball to Coburn a lot more, they play so much better. And when they keep the ball away from them, they just, it just doesn't seem to fit. So if they feed that big man, uh, similar to what Iowa does with Garza, they play a lot better. But, yeah, I think I, I got to take Iowa in this bounce-back game. Uh, it could be a bloodbath, but I would, I would not want to see Illinois in the tourney um, because I think no. I mean Underwood Underwood's a fucking awesome coach. I mean, oh, the, oh no, 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 yes, no, no. Yes. all right, I hit a chord. Good. I mean, <laughs> he took fucking. Yes. I'm in the I'm in the minority down here. I, I keep my mouth shut, but I I'm not a fan. And okay, I think they need to feed Kofi because Garza plays horrible defense, and if they get him in foul trouble, Iowa's still a deep team. It could it makes it a little more interesting. But yeah, they need they need to feed Kofi. Yeah, I'm I'm on board there too with you guys. I I think I I think honestly for Illinois, I think Iowa getting embarrassed by Indiana was the worst thing that could have happened for them. Because yeah, like Garza's comments after the game was he was clearly pissed off. Uh, as the leader of that team, he he definitely had some words for his teammates that they should be embarrassed at that loss and it can't happen again. Uh, but I do agree if they if Illinois decides to just hammer it down low to to Kofi, then Iowa could struggle because like like Blaze said. Garza sucks at defense. I don't think that you'd get him in foul trouble because that's like he really doesn't foul. That's part of the reason why he sucks. He just goes up. He just goes up so soft and like doesn't really contest, uh, like in a physical way. So if I mean Coburn's huge, so I mean if you just feed it into him, Garza's not going to like hack at him. He'll he'll just let him lay it in. So uh, that could be a problem, but we'll see if they actually go that route. Uh, but I yeah I agree. I don't think I was. Shooters will all go cold again. I think I think Jordan Bohannon's going to have a huge game. I think he's probably pretty embarrassed at what he put up, uh, 0 for 9, 0 of 8 from 3. I feel like he's he'll probably put in at least 15. He's getting uh, roasted in the family group text after that performance. No <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. He's my boy. He's like my favorite Iowa basketball player of all time. I love well, him. I think he went to school when you got – he was at Iowa when you guys were all there still. He's been around the block a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a freshman like when we graduated. <laughs> <laughs> He's never leaving. He can probably come back no. next year too with the COVID rules. Yeah, yeah he can. And I, I, we, Me and Jacob talk about this. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he did. 
Should have bought a house in Iowa City if he was going to be there that long. I mean, what? <laughs> he's going to be 24 picking it, picking up chicks at Summit that are 18. I mean, not Hell to say yeah. there's anything wrong with that, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's age divided by two plus seven, so they got to be. Yeah. He's good. See, I, I, go, I go with the current age plus or minus eight. Plus or minus eight. Uh, I think that's what I've heard. Yeah. I've been sticking with it. Yeah, that's, but, that's, uh, that's good for Jordan Bohannon getting that uh, master's PhD on the mm-hmm. house and uh, probably going to be one of the best Iowa players of all times with uh, being able to put stats up for six years. Yeah, yeah. for real, for real. Um, hey, picks for the week. I'm going to start off with one of my two. Um, look, I've been to Toledo, Ohio one time. Uh, been, to the, been to the Hollywood Casino there. Uh, shout out. Patson, Toledo, fourteen and or uh, excuse me, thirteen and four against the spread. They're playing Bowling Green. I'm sorry, but nothing good comes from Bowling Green, Ohio. I'm taking Toledo all day long, whatever the spread is, whatever it comes out at. I haven't even seen it even get published uh, on the little scores and odds here. Uh, no free ads, but uh, I like I like Toledo. Boys, who do you like college hoops wise uh, on the weekend? Yeah, I got two games on Friday. They're not on the weekly perennial. So if you're not doing anything before the Illinois-Iowa game but want to go to happy hour, um, St. Louis at Richmond, Virginia. Um, I've been big on Richmond. I was big on them last year. And then it happened, and they brought everyone back again with one of their best players for their ACL. They beat Kentucky earlier in the year, which in hindsight is not, not saying much anymore. But um, I still think this team has the talent to put it all together and make a deep run. And Ken Palm only has them as a one-point favorite at home against St. Louis. St. Louis is a horribly coached, undisciplined team who likes to crash the boards. Richmond's the exact opposite. They run the Princeton offense. I think Richmond is going to blow them out of the water, and this team's going to start to hit their stride from February and March. And then, coincidentally, after on Fox Sports 1, that's the Illinois-Iowa game, Boise State and Colorado at 11 p.m., late game. I love Boise State this year. They're a fun team. They can shoot the ball. They got a couple of white boys that love to chuck it, and most of the time they make it. They're on the road in Colorado State, tough place to play, Fort Collins. Um, air up there is pretty thin. It's like playing in the mile high in Denver, tough place to win. But I think Boise State pulls off um, the win on the road and is a Mountain West dark horse and um, a threat to make an at-large, turn- at-large bid in the NCAA tournament. So give me those two, uh, Richmond and uh, Boise State Friday night, and then uh, when you win that money, Put a hundred on that weekly perennial, and that will pay out ninety k. Let's go. Let's I go. love bo- I love both those picks, boys, because I've also been riding Boise State uh, quite a bit this year in uh, college hoops. They are very good. A lot of people don't know about them because yeah, they play at fucking ten o'clock at night every every day. Um, no, yeah, like uh, a couple of our friends do the Calcutta, where you can buy teams off an auction. I think there's major value this year because a lot of people aren't paying attention and. A lot of games are at weird times this year where people can't really do the eye test or check a team out. Yeah, and then uh, Richmond too. Like uh, uh, I, I've been high on them as well. Uh, and I, St. Louis people are probably getting all hyped because they don't watch much. Uh, what is that? What are the Atlantic Ten or whatever the hell they're in? Uh, mm-hmm. And they're yeah. and they're ranked, so they're probably putting a lot of stock in that. Well, they just got blown out by a very mediocre Dayton team because they and they just missed like a month straight because of COVID. So I think they're still a little rusty. It's at Richmond. That's a great pick. Uh, did you did you give yours, Schmear? I got one. I got one more in the bank. All right. Should I, should I give mine? Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen the spread yet, but 
Uh, Saturday, SEC Big 12 Challenge going on. Love Oklahoma against Alabama. I, I'm not buying anything that the fucking uh, SEC is selling this year. Are we playing uh, football or are we playing basketball? <laughs> yeah, no. This is, this is are because he loves Alabama football and he loves Oklahoma football, but this yeah. basketball game. This World is hoops. Uh, Oklahoma's at home. They're coming off of two big wins, one against Kansas, one against Texas. Uh, Alabama's undefeated in SEC play. That that means nothing to me. Doesn't I mean anything. I think no. the SEC is trash this year. They have uh, one ranked win. They have yeah. one ranked win on the year, and it was against oh, I, Tennessee. Based on uh, the AP poll, I have a feeling this spread's probably going to be uh, like Alabama minus one, maybe something like that, uh, something in that range. So I'm taking Oklahoma. Winning win, win by one, 77 to 76. Okay. So Bama, you're saying winning, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Oklahoma. I think I like uh, that pick. I think uh, the SEC is Ron Kruger, ex-Illini coach. I wish he was still coaching down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then one more. I'm going to take uh, – hold on. Where was it? Somebody else go. Oh, come back to me. I had something. <laughs> All right. I got I got one pick. Um, yeah, like you guys said, the, a lot of the lines aren't out yet. So I was uh, looking at – this game's on Thursday, and it's the ultimate most sucker of a sucker pick ever, but just makes too much sense to me. Uh Gonzaga minus 26 and a half for San Diego. I mean, that could happen, right? I mean, the, how old are you, Hamilton? 27? Huh? 27, yeah. 28? Yeah. Betting the age. I like it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, number one team in the nation by a giant spread. Uh, Alabama does it all the time in football. Why, why the hell can't Gonzaga do it in basketball? Nice. All right. I, I know what my other one was. Sa- same vein as the other one. It's, uh, Another SEC Big 12 challenge. Kansas versus Tennessee. I think Tennessee got exposed to a little bit of frauds the other day uh, when they lost to Missouri. Kansas is coming off of like three straight losses in the Big 12. I think they're looking for quote unquote another like a signature win. And this will be their like first win against a ranked team in quite some time this year, even though I don't think it really is that impressive if they beat Tennessee. Uh, but I think the, Kansas will come out hungry in this one. What's Ken, Pom, what's Ken Palm have that one at, Blaze? I like it. What's Ken hey. Palm got that one at, Blaze? Uh, Kansas and Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee 66, Kansas 64. Yeah, so I'll take Kansas with the points if it if it's probably going to be somewhere around there. Hey, boys, can you can you dial me up uh, what Ken Palm's got that Baylor game at? Because here's, here's my thing. Auburn basketball, look. You can't dress Bo Nix in a basketball jersey. He ain't gonna do you. He ain't gonna do shit. Well, he ain't gonna um, do shit in the football field either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We all. Hey, we all. We all learned that. Some of us the hard way. But look, Baylor's eleven and three against the spread this year. They're dominant. Obviously, number two. Number two team in the country. I think regardless of what the what the spread comes out at, I'm all. I'm all over the Bears. APS uh, winning by sixteen. Shit. I may. I may drive down to Waco. Go check that game out, but I I love uh, I love the Baylor Bears on Saturday. They're they're my my other pick. But uh, look before we wrap things up, boys. You mentioned it earlier. Notre Dame, big game coming up this weekend. What's the weather going to be like in the dome outside the dome in South Bend, Indiana? 
Well, Notre Dame's going to be in Pittsburgh, but let's hope they fly out uh, before Saturday morning. There's a 50% chance of snow, high of 30 degrees, and wind 16 miles an hour. So all those grad assistant and student managers uh, cleaning the gutters at Brian Kelly's house, uh, stay safe up there. Make sure those ladders are locked down. We don't want any more accidents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Uh, well, my look, comment's gonna get cut, and that one's gonna stay. That's some bullshit. I don't think half the people understand the South Bend joke. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice when uh, you force somebody, force a grad assistant to uh, risk his life on a scaffolding for a Monday football practice. Yeah, well, well he was he was the underdog. They're the plus two fifty would have hit. So, uh, oh, hey. Uh, look, I know it's, I know Castro, you're, you know, therapy on the shoulder, probably getting close to bedtime over there. So we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, look, first off, thanks to the both of you for coming on. And you are the inspiration for Merrick wanting to do this pod. (laughs) Actually, actually, uh, you guys have me on a couple, uh, you know, what, eight, eight, 10 weeks ago, uh, 12 weeks ago. Uh, look again, uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. Always good to, Good to see and hear from you guys, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, you guys can help help our listeners, uh, all fifteen of them, make uh, m- make a couple extra nickels this weekend. Yeah, well, that's all you gotta do, time, buddy. You keep giving winners, more people will subscribe. <laughs> Appreciate it, boys. Well, hey, thanks again uh, for coming on, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you guys soon. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks, good. guys. Anytime. Thanks, guys. Peace.